Welcome back, everybody. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today's episode is very important. It will ask the critical question many of us have thought about for years. Should all drugs become legalized or at least decriminalized? What should that look like exactly? I'm going to provide some pros and cons from various organizations such as government bodies, universities, and more. From there, we're going to have an open discussion about the right path forward. But most importantly, don't forget to smash the like for the Algos sub if you want to stick around. I was looking for a published date on this, but I didn't find one. Drugpolicy.org, they're reporting on how Oregon became the first state in the nation to decriminalize drug possession, all drug possession. There is 26 states plus District of Columbia who have decriminalized the possession of small amounts of cannabis. A huge step forward. Uh, Other jurisdictions are experimenting with de facto decriminalization through law enforcement-assisted diversion programs. All in all, this is a huge step forward, and I think the rest of the nation can uh, learn from them. We'll see what that'll look like. Next, we have this brookings.edu article. Let's see what the academics have to say about it. First, ask the right questions. Many arguments appear to make legalization a compelling alternative to today's prohibitionist policies. Besides undermining the black market incentives to produce and sell drugs, legalization could remove or at least significantly reduce the very problems that cause the greatest public concern, crime, corruption, violence uh, that attend the operation of illicit drug markets. What is typically portrayed as a fairly straightforward process of lifting prohibitionist controls to reap these putative benefits would in reality entail addressing an extremely complex set of regulatory issues. It's immediately apparent from even a casual review of these questions and the list presented here is by no means exhaustive is that it's an enormous range of regulatory permutations for each drug. Relaxing the availability of psychoactive substances not already commercially available, opponents typically argue, would lead to an immediate and substantial rise in consumption. Advocates of legalization concede that consumption would probably rise, but counter that it is not axiomatic that the increase would be very large or last very long especially if legalization were paired with appropriate public education programs. From there, we have what about the international repercussions? What would become of the extensive regime of multilateral conventions and bilateral agreements? Would every nation have to conform to a new set of rules? If not, what would happen? Would more permissive countries be suddenly swamped by drugs and drug consumers, or would traffickers focus on the countries where tighter restrictions kept profits higher? Irreducible uncertainties. Although greater precision in defining more permissive regulatory regimes is critical to evaluating their potential costs and benefits, it will not resolve the uncertainties that exist. The debate over how to set the conditions for controlling access to each of a dozen popular drugs would consume the legislatures of the major industrial countries for years. The implementation, because small-scale experimentation, assuming a particular locality's consent to be a guinea pig, would inevitably invite complaints that the results were biased or inconclusive. Implementation would 
presumably have to be widespread, even global in nature. Since we are on the regulatory framework of this, in 96, legalizing drugs would benefit the United States. Legalization would benefit in several ways. It'll save federal, state, and local governments billions of dollars, lead to reduced crime in safer neighborhoods, and enhance public health. Government on, at all levels spends $100 billion a year on law enforcement. $35 billion is directly related to drug law enforcement. About $50 billion a year could be saved if drugs were legalized. This figure could go as high as $150 billion a year if one considers the resources spent on ineffective drug suppression activities. Legalization could increase poverty values in cities but would not solve the problem of inner-city decay and disintegration. If the illicit drug business no longer existed in cities, streets, and schools would become safer. About one-third of inmates would not be in prison if it were no longer a crime to possess or traffic in illicit drugs. Further, if drugs were legalized, dangerous to public health from using heroin, cocaine, cannabis, why cannabis? I don't know, but it would be greatly reduced since legalizing drugs would probably reduce the use of harmful drugs. The main risk of drug legalization concerns the potential for increased drug consumption. So pros and cons. I thought, hey, you know what? We have all of these um, experts talking about it. What do the recovery experts have to say? Ocean recovery, it's a place uh, for people to go to and detox from whatever substances they're abusing. Arguments for legalizing drugs can be from... Reducing addicts, criminalization can create more addicts. So in 2014, there was some prominent people asking the government to consider decriminalizing cannabis. The drug charity release organized the letter and said that users had a better chance of escaping or avoiding addiction if they were not caught up in the criminal justice system. Portugal, for example, has found that since decriminalization, both addiction and substance misuse rates have gone down because people with substance issues are treated rather than jailed. Drugs can be regulated. The composition of different substances could be more closely controlled. This may uh, reduce the amount of THC in cannabis, for example, or uh, any other drug you can think of. It could also help to ensure that other drugs were not cut with dangerous substances like fentanyl. Of course, tax revenue. Uh, they can make a boatload of money if they tax it. It can facilitate more medicinal use of drugs. Um, some drugs, including cannabis, have medical applications. These could potentially be explored more without political ramifications if the drugs were legal to use in other settings. And what they mean by other settings is, of course, researchers. Researchers, when they have, um, when they want to research and work on something, they have to get permission from, I think, multiple agencies within the government to get a license to um, not just acquire a substance, but then to work on it and, um, and then be able to get people to actually test it. Arguments against legalizing drugs is the cons. While there are numerous pros, there are plenty of arguments. People could try legalized drugs. More people could try legalized drugs. Uh, it is often argued that more people could experiment, and that is a likelihood. A black market could remain if the government taxed the le legislate drugs, mar uh, drug market heavily. Drugs, drug gangs could still operate. So, if they tax insane rates like they do in California for cannabis, 
the drug market will continue to exist like it currently does. Drug tourism could become a problem. Now, it's not that um, cannabis is the issue, but let's let's think of it in terms of if you were traveling abroad and then you went to a bar and you got shit-faced. Uh, and then let's say, for the sake of the argument, you become violent. Well, those are some of the problematic behaviors they're concerned about. And it, of course, sends the wrong message, basically telling uh, the younger generations that it is okay to use drugs. Um, but... I have an answer to that too. Finally, let's see what everyday average people on Quora have to say about this. Well, the reason why the laws against drugs are so immoral and unjust is because using drugs in, is not a social wrong. It is not wrong to use drugs. It is not bad. Drew Henry answers six years ago, pros, harmless individuals would no longer be punished. Law enforcement in the justice system would save money and resources. Drug cartels would lose their primary source of income. Drug users would be able to afford to fund their habit without stealing. Um, It has been done. Drug use didn't change. Everything became better. Portugal is what he's talking about. Retired engineer and sales guy. Worked in many countries. Pro, we could use the resources wasted on the war on drugs for other things. Con, none. Drugs are illegal here. Do you know how much problem I'd have in finding, say, heroin, LSD, cocaine, meth? No sweat. I would be up shit creek if I were caught. That is a likelihood. Danny, he answers three years ago. I think history provides the best answer to this question. Imported opium introduced by the British completely infected and undermined the Chinese middle class during the 19th and 20th century. The most successful civilization the world has ever seen. Lasting millennia collapsed in less than a century. This is what drug and alcohol addiction can do if unregulated. Then finally, no more cartel or said violence. Now, there's a lot of good points in there, but, you know, I have my own opinions and, um, I can agree and disagree with some of these things. Would it inevitably increase um, consumption? I think yes. Um, It's by nature. We are like this uh, through and through. It's our biology. We are chemically driven. And so we abuse everything. Naturally so. This is what we do. Um, Can it send the wrong message to young people? Absolutely. If it were to be legalized. Uh, Kids are already addicted to numerous things. It's pretty fucked up. But um, we need to educate. Uh, I think it is a great place to start uh, to teach young people how their body, how their bodies work, how their brains work, how the chemicals work. Um, that we are in fact chemically driven. Everything is addictive, and that'll help them over time to actually be aware of it, notice their own behaviors, and then develop disciplines for the rest of their lives. And then, of course, you know, um, people say, "Well, the cartels would be gone." Well, no. Cartels have other businesses, like, for example, um, trading uh, oil. People don't know that in Mexico, cartels would um, steal from the nation's oil supplier. The pipelines extend for hundreds of miles in either direction, and they just go to random places and siphon off fuel, and then they go sell it on the black market. Um, Human trafficking, a huge issue. That's not, that you know, drug legalization won't solve that problem because there's really sick people out there uh, and dangerous ones that um, are um, a part of that world. Uh, So no, drug cartels won't go anywhere. And of course, just like how we see in California, 
high taxation of cannabis has not destroyed the black market. It has fueled the black market. Um, there were other arguments in there too. Uh, for sure, I agree that the legislative process is um, exhausting. The red tape, the bureaucracy, uh, things move so slow in government, and it always has. This is one of the problems that they uh, need to iron out so much. And to say to see that EDU, the university, the academics say that the only best way to see how this might work is to allow it globally. By then, it might be too late. It would have either worked really well or it would have uh, failed catastrophically, leading uh, to global depression of some sort uh, as uh, addiction levels rise and um, suicide rates rise and overdoses rise. I mean, only God knows. But um, there's many facets to the uh, the question. Should it be legalized? Should it be decriminalized? I think decriminalization might be a good place to start. I don't know um, how many people might feel about the idea, but decriminalization at least says, like, you got some cocaine, a gram of coke, whatever, man, you're fine. A gram of meth, yeah, it's not the it's not the best thing to be putting into your body. Uh, but um, you're going to be fine. No, you know, no drug-related charges. A broader problem is the justice system. A lot of people say, well, less people will go to prison, but nobody questions why it is the way that it is. It's like this because the justice system and law enforcement require more funding. They always ask for more funding. Why? This is their money-making scheme. Even the... Uh, even the court systems are making so much money because of uh, the way these laws are set up. Nobody wants this money train to stop. Um, this is part of the corruption, inevitably. Maybe if the uh, if all of these government bodies and the uh, bureaucracy looked at it in terms of like, okay, if we legalize it, then all the money that we were making from these channels um, wronging people for decades... Uh, we can make off of these new channels of drug revenue. That's it's a hard, it's a really, really tough question if they'll even consider something like that. The reality is, and you may have heard this, is that prisons are pri privately owned, and uh, you know they have a duty to turn a profit. And we don't know if if they're subsidiaries of a publicly traded company that doesn't disclose they build or own prisons but they have to make a profit. How do they make a profit? By making sure people are put into prison. That's how they make a profit. And then they, they get long sentence, sentences and then they stay there for long periods of time. This is how the system works. So, no, I don't believe the justice system would necessarily save money because it's not their intention to save money for the taxpayers. Their goal is to make money, if that makes sense. Horrible way um, to look at it. It's a horrible perspective, but it's a true one. When we really look at the facts, it's a really true statement. I don't know what else to say, but these are some of the pros and cons of whether we legalize drugs or decriminalize drugs. Um, the good things that can happen, like reducing crime, I don't really think so. I don't think crime will necessarily go anywhere. If we are to correct all these wrongs that have been going on for decades and so many people have been hurt in the process, I feel that uh, moving slow is the right thing. It's good that legislation moves slow anyways. 
So we can try to figure this out over time. Decriminalization is probably the best step. After hearing all the pros and some of the cons, um, I feel that uh, I have a better grasp of what I believe might be a possibility. So, And those are some of the things that I mentioned. The very least, with decriminalization, we have a huge decline in people going to prison for a gram of coke or weed or whatever. Um, it's going to make things a little smoother, and it will be a long transition. I don't believe it'll happen overnight. This is something that will take quite a while. Um, but ultimately, when I compare the two, whether it's legalization or decriminalization, the easiest step is the decriminalization, and it does so much right off the bat. Legalization has a lot of those... Um, uncertainties that we read about from the university article that was released. They are absolutely right. It's, um, it's really difficult to determine how many uncertainties and uh, variables that will come to play if we just completely legalize across the country every single drug. Uh, this is why I think it'll take time. To legalize every single drug would mean having frameworks, but also regulations and manufacturing, processing, distribution. Um, this will be slow going for decades, probably. What do you guys think? Leave them down below. I'll catch you on the next one. This episode is partly brought to you by GrassDoor.com. If you want cannabis delivered fast, GrassDoor.com can get it done in 45 minutes or less with over 500 plus products, daily deals, and all your favorites like flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, and concentrates, there is no better place to turn. Right now, you can save 25% on any order that's $30 and above if you use the coupon code ARK. That is all capital letters, A-R-K. Grassdoor.com. Get your weed today.